0: hey how's it going it's saturday it is time for the weekend review podcast episode 12 yeah i think it's episode 12 i haven't really been announcing episode counts in these i noticed but this is episode 12 in case you're not paying attention um how was your saturday mine was kind of i was kind of bland until the end i, I don't know I well no, actually, I went thrifting today again, but I didn't find anything. I got one shirt kind of out of obligation because I went, so I felt like I should get something just because, so it wasn't a wasted trip, and it was a dollar because it was at the thrift store. It was just like a random company shirt. I like the logo, so, you know, fuck it, but after that, I just laid around the house, and I texted Aiden and he he was not busy, so we did something, just walked around, had a good time, and we just spent the last hour sitting here talking about, like, elementary school stuff, which is a really big throwback, I mean, I was unearthing a lot of stuff in my memory that I haven't thought about in years, I mean, talked about this one time that my friend, or no longer my friend, this kid that I knew, and this other kid that I knew, we slid down a... Pole, right, like a light pole. Okay, let me start over. We were walking down a bridge, down New Market. If you're around my area or my old area, we were walking down the bridge on New Market, and there's a light pole, and we slid down it, and there's this little marshy area under the bridge, and we got down there, and there was a dead beaver, and so, friend number one, picks up a stick. Right, I didn't know where this was going. And then friend number one walks over to the beaver and proceeds to start inserting the stick where the sun don't shine. And friend number two keeps watching, but as soon as I realize what's happening, I trust me, I turn around. And when I look, when I turn back around, the stick is gone. So, yeah. That gives you a little idea of the stories that... I don't remember, which I guess is a good thing. But we were talking about stuff of that nature, you know, just kind of like the urban legends of our prospective elementary schools. And it was really fun. And I just figured while I'm in the conversational mood, I'll hop on and start on the podcast. So here we are. It's 1052 and I think it just started raining. It's been storming outside, as in lightning and thunder, for the past um, few hours, at least since seven, since Aiden got here, because we went and walked, and it was a really pretty sight while we were walking. The sky was dark, and there was purple or white lightning lighting it up every now and then, but no rain. It was pretty strange, but nice to look at. And then I opened the door for him to walk out, and... (laughs) everywhere so you know how that goes we were gonna skate but we walked because it looked too dark in the sky and i would rather i'd rather walk and not get rained on than skate and get rained on and feel like i should have trusted my instincts so it's whatever and the conversations are better when we're walking anyways and we can focus on the sky but that's besides the point (coughs) <coughs> all right week in review podcast songs of the week prom slash king by saba this song tells the story of saba and how he got close with his cousin walt walter as well as it kind of gives you a good idea of the violence plaguing chicago and um Unfortunately, the sad consequences it had taking Walter's life, which you, you don't hear explicitly in the song, but you, that's what it leads to. He's a really great storyteller. I mean, this is... I'm not going to call it him showing off his storytelling ability, because for sure he's just, you know, that's what's on his mind. But damn, he really makes you feel the emotion. I mean, just, and the mood switch, like, I love songs that can switch from kind of one song to a different song halfway through, uh, just check it out, it's some some you gotta listen to. Next is Knock on Wood by J. Cole, produced by DJ Hot Day. Uh, this is one of those that you gotta look around through, like, different mixtapes to find, but this one's really upbeat, has that young Cole energy. It's just unmatched. Um, his confidence and bars, even way back when this came out in 2010, uh, is crazy. It's no wonder he made it so big. Speaking of J. Cole, I still haven't listened to uh, The Fall Off, his new album. I don't know why. I, I thought about it a little bit, and I think it might be because of because I've kind of built it up in my mind, so I'm giving my, myself time to let it kind of ease back down. Which I don't know if that's for sure, but that's my general idea of why I haven't listened to it yet. I do this a lot when new stuff comes out. I'm thinking back. Dance Gavin Dance Afterburner. I didn't really like that one. I'm pretty sure I waited a while to listen to it, too. So that, that couldn't have helped Anyway, Knock on Wood by J. Cole. Young Cole Energy. Go get you some. Um, And lastly, I've been playing this song on repeat all weekend. And I put two of my friends on. Um, Be Somebody by ASAP Rocky. And and Lil B uh, produced by Clams Casino. Man, anytime you hear ASAP Rocky produced by Clams Casino, you know that shit is finna go off. Level is another one. Uh, with them two on it but the beat on this one is just so hard and I mean the production's good from the initial build up to like where it switches to the main beat and then Rocky's verse is so killer and then that um fuck that flocko talk that shit and then Rocky comes back in um I have a second verse right here I was gonna read it but honestly you just got to hear that you just got to hear it all happening at once and together it's really good Lil B's verse is okay it just sucks he can't touch Rocky's verse it's, it's kind of like a, a huge build-up and then I don't know not as much follow-through but it's still a good song for sure so now that we've got the songs of the week out of the way i'm gonna go ahead and rip this band-aid off but there are no album reviews this week it's a combination of i've been working and i don't know i just haven't really felt like listening through an album i'm not sure why maybe i've just been taken in too much recently with everything but definitely going to get back to it next week, and we'll talk about why later, but yeah, I'm going to have plenty of time to listen to music now, Uh, and I've got got ideas of stuff to listen to, Um, specifically Black Pumas, uh, another thing that this guy I've been working with told me to listen to, I'm going to check that out, Uh, but yeah, no album reviews this week, but I feel like I'll have plenty to talk about anyway, so my week started er, from Sat, Saturday. Yeah, I recorded last week early, didn't I? Because I had a shit ton to do. Yeah, so starting from last Saturday, my friend from California came. Well, not my friend. I'm pretty sure I did this last time. Our group of friends friend, he came down and we had sushi and then went to round one, which was really fun. He paid for sushi. He always insists on paying, which... You know, I'm not gonna argue with, because I know that's just as disrespectful as, you know, making him pay. But it's it's like out of love kind of thing, so you just let him do it. And sushi was a good time. He he showed us his favorite roll that they had. It was a uh, at Kura, the revolving sushi bar, which they have everywhere apparently, even in California. So we we all knew the roundabouts about the menu. He showed us his favorite, which like was like a salmon one that apparently Kevin thought had tasted like a cigarette in the past, but it didn't this time. So I guess that was lucky for us. And then I had to get the, I think it's the seared beef with umami oil or the seared beef with yakiniku sauce. Those two are the best. I had to, sh- I had to put them on and we ate a shit ton of sushi. I mean, I filled up on sushi, which don't, doesn't normally happen. Did you hear that? that? That thunderstorm sounds like cracking tree branches. Anyway. Yeah, that was fun. And then round one was alright, to be honest. I feel like I'm kind of getting too old for arcades. I don't know. I just don't have the same... I don't look forward to it as much. I mean, I I hit my usual spots, you know, I went to the Marvel vs. Capcom 2, played all the way through that, this dude actually hopped on the other one against me and like whooped my ass, and then I beat him, and then went on to play, and didn't do that well, and then I went on the other side, because I'm pretty sure the jump stick was broken, and I started playing, and then this dude once again beat me, I don't know if it was the same dude, but then I once again went again and beat his ass, and i went on and i made it to stage five or six out of seven i didn't make it to the boss stage which i've made it to before but i've never beat y'all don't care um but in case you do my team is i use wolverine spider-man and gambit normally but after the dude beat me the second time when i switched sides i switched out spider-man for iron man and whooped his ass like the first time you beat me he had two people left, and I had one left, and I killed one, and then he won and killed mine, so he had one left. When I beat him, I had all three left. I was beating his ass, is the point. But, yeah, that was that was fun, but then I went to the drum machine game, and it was closed, and that sucked. Because that's my favorite part, and I've actually been practicing a little bit, and I feel like I could have done better than I normally do on that, so I was kind of upset. And then I just used the last of my points trying to win this game, right? And, of course, I almost get it on the first one, or I have to win twice or something to, like, have it fall in, right? And so I win once. I go spend $10 on a card, waste all the $10, and don't win again. So I don't get shit. And that's how they get you. So I just had a shitty taste in my mouth, I guess. So I walked around and waited for them to, you know, play and everything. I didn't want to be a downer or shit, so I didn't say anything. But it's cool. I enjoyed spending time with Adrian. Adrian's cool. Uh, It's always really refreshing to see someone that's the same in person as they are online. Which I guess isn't a sentiment that is very old, you know? With online friends and stuff being recently... Being a recent thing. But... I don't know. The only thing is, I pictured he would be bigger, like rounder. He's really skinny, kind of a twink, I think. Apparently, a tw- twink is a gay term, but I thought that w- I thought a twink was just like kind of like a preppy, skinny white dude. That that that's in my mind. That was a twink, but I don't know. Anyway, that's not important. After that, I w- went home to do laundry or I don't know something. And my cousin was there from Louisiana, and so was my aunt. And I really like my aunt. I mean, she's always been pretty cool. My mom and her used to not get along, but that that shit happens, you know. That's in the past. It's all good now. Um, My cousin, she still annoys the shit out of me, to be honest. But I can put up with it now. Um, The introduction of weed into our relationship helped a lot it's it's one of the things i like about it to be honest it's just makes it easier to be social and makes everything more tolerable so we had a good time we you know chatted up about whatever she said something she said something like i don't have anybody in my life that i don't like anymore and i said me too And it was a nice realization. I've kind of cut out or just pushed myself away from anybody that doesn't. Anybody that would cause me to have a bad day, you know. I don't need to be around it. Which is really nice. I think high school was the last thing that really forced me to be around people I didn't want to be around. But yeah, that was that. And then after that I caught up with one of my homies that I haven't seen in forever. Um named alexis who i've known since high school just back in band he's always been someone i can just talk to just chill as fuck and he's all he's really really personable. even after a long time of not seeing him i mean it didn't feel like a reach at all the conversation It, it was easy to catch up on what's been going on with both of us and we're already planning to hang out again I mean we're gonna hang we were gonna hang out last night, but some shit came up but it's all good. we're gonna hang out probably Sunday or Monday We'll see it's gonna happen. hopefully skate too he said he hasn't skated in a minute, but I know he's still gonna be way better than me. I mean I can't consistently ollie up a curve. I'm getting it I'm close, but he can do that and a lot of other shit so but it's it'll be a good time. Oh and man, I forgot all about this. Man, I got so much to talk about. I feel what? How far is this? Fifteen? Shit. Whatever. After that, we, me and my roommate Rahelio went to a party, which was pretty cool, pretty fun. I mean, at first, uh, let me just start from the beginning. What am I doing? I always do this with stories. I hope I don't sidetrack too much on stories. I know it's something I need to get better at telling. So we walked in and I didn't really know anybody off bat, and so I just kind of sat down with Rahelio, my roommate, because he he was there a little bit earlier, and we sat down and it was whatever. We started playing Smash, and then some people that I knew, um, Dro, Sadiq, Rob came, and so it was better. And Rob came and I knew he smoked too, and I brought some weed, so like, hey, bro, you know, whenever you're trying to go outside, I got you. And he brought stuff, so I gave him my shit and you know, we got to that later. But I started cutting it up with Dro and Sadiq and it was really cool. It kinda just became our little group at the party almost, which was nice, instead of just being, you know, looking at everybody else. Which now that I think about it, I've always found that with Dro. I remember one time we were at this shitty after party for prom yeah it was prom my junior year maybe but anyway it i remember we pulled up and it was raining outside or it was either raining or it just rained because it was super muddy and we were pulling up and there were all these lights and loud music and then we saw a stage and these people on it and we're like yo what and then the the dude that was hosting the party was on the road like in front of that and so we pulled down the window and like yo he was like nah man keep driving so we're like okay and we keep going down and then it's past that badass party and it's this small little fucking stable house i guess and it's all muddy i literally like i guess i didn't ruin the pair of shoes but at the time i thought they were going to be ruined because it was just a sea of mud and there were There were, like, pieces of, like, two-by-fours together and doors as stepping stones, but shit just wasn't working. And this was before I smoked, so everybody was sitting over here trying to roll blunts and stuff. But I remember they looked pretty shitty. Like, I didn't smoke, but I remember watching them try to do it, and I was like, nah, they're doing something wrong, you know? Even I could tell. Uh, But I didn't drink or smoke or anything like that. I was still a bird. No, I wouldn't have heard I don't remember. Um I hadn't been high or drunk before is the is the point I was trying to get at. But and Drew wasn't smoking or drinking either and we were kinda like through it together, I guess. And But anyway, we had a good time at the party. We did get high and drunk at the party. Um Sadiq didn't. He he's on some um like, mutual bond type stuff, where they're not doing it, so he's not either, and I respect that, and I wouldn't pressure him or anything, you know, if he wants to, he he will, and if not, then that's all good, uh, but we had a great time, and towards the end, it was better, because everybody else left, so it was just kind of us, and we were just, had music loud, uh, yelling all the lyrics and shit, and I'm not gonna cap, some of the songs, I didn't even know the lyrics, but, I still had a good time. I got to talk to Rob a little bit more about music, and it felt cool talking to him because he's one of those people that I I couldn't really tell what he thought about me. I like sometimes I would feel a vibe, and it's like okay, we're we're chill, right? And then other times it seems like he don't fuck with me at all, and he's only around me because other people he knows are around me. But we we got into a good conversation about music and. Just different genres and stuff like we were talking about system of a down to like Quasimoto, to three days grace everything really and that was it was really cool to connect like that and i mean he was drunk and crossfaded so he was like leaning forward really far forward and like touching on my shoulder and stuff to get my attention and i, w- I either wasn't that fucked up or i hold my shit well but I don't think that had too much to do with it. I don't want to believe there was some genuineness in it. But it was a good time. Bro, it kind of sucked. Like, the person whose party it was got too drunk and threw up pretty early and then went to sleep. Which sucked because I haven't, I haven't hung around them in a long time. And I kind of wanted to just see what their vibe was like. Just see what... Because... I just kind of have one image in my mind of them, but I don't like to assume shit about people, you know? That's not a good practice to get into. Because one, you're setting yourself up to be surprised, and two... Oh, oh someone's not getting into an accident because of fucking rain, but this is Texas. Two, you wouldn't want somebody to do that shit to you. And three, Itachi Uchiha has a quote about it somewhere. It's like... Your assumption, your own assumptions lead to your own ignorance or some shit. I don't know. He's smart and I'm not, but, well, I am, but, nah, I taught she's smarter for sure. No cap. He has. He had a quote about it. Either way, I don't want to make assumptions, but it sucks. They went and crashed, but people made sure they were all right, so it was all good. This other girl that I used to not fuck with, that we used to butt heads, we were chilling. She was in our little group too And we were having a good time She was pretty drunk too But like I said I want to believe it was all just a good time You know That's what I like about parties And weed and alcohol Is It kind of just helps you forget All the dumb shit that happened In the past maybe Or maybe it's the fact that it's like All in middle school and high school You know I mean, when I was talking to Rob, all I could think about was uh, way back in middle school, we used to have, or we didn't have beef, but I remember one time, like, just over a drill or something, we got mad at each other, and it was nothing, but I was just thinking about that the whole time, like, damn, that doesn't mean shit now, you know? But yeah, it was really cool, especially because going into that, I didn't know how it was going to go, and I didn't know if I was going to have a good time or not. Stuff like that can go either way. Like that prom after party, that was not really fun. I went home from that like, yeah, I could have just not came. Ooh, that thunder's rough. All right. Now we're gonna talk about Sunday. Sunday, I didn't do shit all day, until seven, when my homie came over. Uh, and we did shrooms. Now this is my second time doing shrooms, and disclaimer, you know, you should not be doing these if you're not ready for it. I specifically waited until I was having a good time, and I, you know, because I've been depressed and stuff before, I've had long doubts where I didn't want to be here, you know, not like I was suicidal, I've I've never tried to kill myself, I've never seriously thought about that. But I've had some down fucking days, you know. And so, I've always heard when it comes to these, you want to be in a good mental space. You want to have your shit kind of together. And so, I waited until I did the first time. And it was a good experience. And this time was even better. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to talk about a little bit of it, you know, what I remember. From what I can remember, I kind of felt everything in waves like emotions would well up inside of me like I could feel in my chest almost like if I had a thought oh well first of all yeah I couldn't I couldn't form a thought like my head was empty basically everything I was thinking I was saying so we decided to take a walk around the neighborhood and we were just talking back and forth and uh, we had my roommate there Helio, to trip sit make sure we weren't you know walking off a ditch do you hear that walking off a ditch or anything but yeah like we couldn't form thoughts and we would just talk and i could feel emotions well up inside of me and if i had anxiety about whatever i was going to say next like if if it was something a little bit shaky or um like it would Yeah, like it was controversial or maybe I wasn't sure how Aiden would feel about it. I could feel that inside me. And then when I would say it and then he would respond, you know, like Aiden would, my friend, you know, friendly. I I could feel that go away. And it was kind of cool to feel control over it. Or not feel control, like feel those emotions kind of come and go. But whenever you're on that, it's a nice reminder of how... Of what a luxury having control over everything is. Because. I mean once you take the the shrooms. Kind of like all the structure you've set around your life. And you know you're thinking about a job. Thinking about bills. Thinking about all your responsibilities. It just goes out the window for six or eight hours. Or however long. So it's. It's literally a trip. It's like a vacation. Is how I see it now. So definitely take responsibly. Uh, But we had lots of different discussions. We talked about... I asked about like suicide. And what they thought about it. To life. And maybe afterlife. And the unexpectedness of life. And everything. I mean... Anything that came to mind, like I said, came out, and we talked about it. It wasn't a big deal. And everything was beautiful, and I feel like the colors were more vibrant, which, you know, I'm trying to remember it. It's a lot different, obviously, but looking back, it was really cool. But we walked for, like, three hours just around the neighborhoods and stuff, just talking. And then we got back, and we chilled for a little bit, and we watched No Country for Old Men, which is just, in general, a crazy-ass movie that I'd never seen before. And I think that's when the shrooms peaked, is when we started watching it, because I remember there was a point where the killer... Oh, I'm sorry, small spoiler, I'm not going to go too deep into it, just... The killer was killing somebody, okay? And... I was just, so much was going on on the screen, and I felt so much inside that I was thinking that I it was hard to stay quiet, but I was trying to because up until this point, I had been talking, and I felt like I was ruining the movie for them, so I was trying so hard to be quiet that I was just, like, breathing out air, like, <laughs> kind of, just trying to keep it all inside, and eventually that went down, just getting engrossed in the movie and forgetting about everything but let me talk about the movie for a second it was so awesome I mean I'm gonna be vague every detail that Quentin Tarantino put in about the killer I loved I mean just every new bit of knowledge we learned about him every dialogue he had with another character it was so awesome and it was so planned out I love I love it when they can pick like a certain so they can be so specific in telling a story because that that's my hardest that's my biggest struggle when it comes to writing a story is that well I could do anything next, you know, the the burden of choice. What do I do when I can do anything, you know? But for him to Go into all these details. I mean, sometimes the killer would take off his boots and take off his socks before killing somebody. I mean, that's disgusting. Or he would... There There was a scene where he, like, sat on the couch of somebody and grabbed the milk. And, like, the killer was just sitting there. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he trying to feel something? I mean, just to be in the mind of the director as well as the killer is so cool. But that was a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, um, for sure check it out. The ending, man, the, just the ending. yep And then after that, Aiden went to sleep, and me and Rahelio watched Super Bad. I feel like the shrooms were mostly done for me at this point because I felt I felt pretty good. And um, after that, I went to sleep, and then I woke up to Aiden tapping me. And he said, dude, can you drive me home? My car's not outside. I'm like, what? You know, still rubbing the sleep out of my eyes. Your car's not, what? He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, bro. Just, yeah, let me get dressed. And so he calls whoever, and uh, we spend the morning trying to figure out what happened. Long story short, his car got towed. It didn't get stolen or anything, so that's good. Um, My apartment complex is just shitty. They don't have a lot of visitor spots. They're always parked in, the ones that are there. And they don't have visitor passes, so um, it's never been towed before. We've had people stay over. They didn't get towed, but this time, you know, we didn't get lucky, I guess. So that's what happened. And it was just funny that all this happened, that that happened after talking about, you know, life just unexpectedly doing shitty things to you. And also, I remember that I got a text yesterday while I was, or the day before while I was on shrooms. And, you know, like I said, your jobs, your responsibilities, nothing is really important to you at that time. And I read this text It says, hey man, just letting you know we're going down to two days for work. Basically, I got my hours cut, which, you know, is not good news for anybody. I'm saying, you know, again, so I'm sorry. It's not good news to hear for anybody. So immediately, I'm trying to handle this situation a day late, which happens but it's whatever so I'm trying to handle the situation and I can't really get a a good a good grip on it I don't want to be specific because you know it's job shit I don't want to get into any kind of trouble basically shit kind of sucks right now I'll be fine and I'm trying to figure out what I need to do and what steps I need to take to be fine Which is part of it. And that's part of being older and dealing with stuff. Because this is going to happen in life. I'm sure it's going to happen to me more times. Not to say it didn't suck. Not to say it doesn't suck still. Not to say I haven't been pretty emotional this week ever since that happened. Which may or may not have something to do with the shrooms, but I don't think so. I think it's just me not having to have dealt with something in a minute. But yeah, job security is something that's really important and you shouldn't take for granted, I guess. I'm not one to preach, but yeah, I've been trying to deal with that and figure out what I need to do to, basically my hours are cut until I'm licensed, so figure out what I need to do to, to become licensed and get that going. So once I figure that out and at least have, at least have a timetable of when I can get that license, I'll be straight and I can stop worrying. A general idea is all I want, you know, just so I can put my mind at ease and have a plan. That's the thing I need most is a plan. If I'm even driving somewhere without direction, if I'm driving aimlessly, I get so anxious. So, you know, it's the same to transfer over. That's like the fifth or sixth fucking you know. Yeah, so that's the job situation. I'll be fine. Luckily, my investment in crypto and stocks have paid off. Oh, that's kind of a funny story, too. So I was playing League of Legends this week, right? Which sucks, always. Just never a good time, ever. But I was in a pregame lobby, and this guy said, happy because there was a small rise in Dogecoin or whatever, a small spike. And I looked at it, and I'm like, no, there wasn't. Cause it was thirty-two cents earlier, and it was at thirty-six cents, and he said small gains, and I said okay, you know, sure. And then over the weekend, I had put in a sell order for AMC because I bought it way back when it was hyped up at, and I bought in at sixteen seventy-five. And if you know stocks, you just cringed a little bit because it's been sitting at nine dollars for past six months i've been getting fucked out of half my money is is the basic of it but over the weekend i looked and it was sitting at 25 so like oh shit i'm gonna make money on this sell order sell order so i put it in and then monday morning it sold for 32 so i was like fuck yeah right my voice is cracking that sucks so i was like i was like fuck yeah right and so I told him about it. I was like, Yeah, sold AMC for 32. He's like, That's awesome, man. I'm holding. I think I can get a little bit more out of it. I said, Good luck. And the next day, I was telling my friends about it. So I decided to check AMC while I was telling them. And AMC was sitting at 68. I don't know if you know how the stocks work, but I sold at 32. If that dude was still holding at 68, he had more than double. He had double plus four bucks of what I had in value. That dude was telling a completely different story. Or he was telling the same story from a completely different perspective. Yeah, this fucking loser in my game earlier sold his AMC at 32. What a dumbass! So. He's probably making Big Bank right Or He probably made Big Bank or he probably held too long. It's low-key what he seems like. He seems like that type of dude. But anyway, that was funny. I went to see my grandpa this week. Oh, wait. I, I wrote this down because I wanted to say it. Um, what helps me cope when stuff like this happens in life... Like big stuff that you can't really control. And all you can do is kind of deal with. It's kind of silly I guess. But. Because of all the podcasts I've been listening to. I just picture. I think of. I think of them telling all their stories. And the struggles they went through. And then I picture them telling. My. Shitty thing happening. As if it happened to them like a long time ago. Almost. Not like I picture them telling the whole story, but just the start of it in my mind. And it makes me feel better. It's just, I guess suffering is easier. Misery loves company. You know, suffering is easier when you can relate it to somebody else. But that's enough. And calling my mom and seeing Poppy, my grandpa. Those two kind of just pull everything, reel everything back in for me to reality. Which, it's good to have people like that in your life. And while I'm talking about seeing Poppy, um, I went to go see him this past week. And I learned why he feeds all the cats around the neighborhood. Apparently, when my mom was still little and they were living in Pleasant Grove... He saw a starving cat under a street light. And he got closer to it. And it was skin and bones. And it was like doing something. And he looked. And it was eating June bugs. Which I've never heard of a cat eating bugs. But they do what they need to. It to survive I guess. So after that he started feeding cats. And named the cat June bug. But. I saw the kitten. I saw the kittens when I was over there and he went and picked up the yellow kitten for me and I got to hold it for a little bit. It was kind of freaking out at first. I could feel its heartbeat, but after a minute calmed down and it didn't pee on me or anything like a smaller animal would. So that was nice. But I think that's the one I'm gonna pick is the yellow one. I have no idea I, I don't have any inkling of a name yet. Or anything like that. But. Raylio and I went to. Go buy cat stuff. To calm me down after all the. Job stuff happened so. We've got all that ready. And we're just waiting now. I think it's another week or two. I wanted to wait until eight weeks. You, it says. Six to eight weeks. But the longer you leave it with it's mother. The more. Um, behavior it picks up on kind of like learning from her and whatnot so i figure i'd let it um kind of linger around as long as possible get the most information i don't fucking know this is my first cat kind of just playing it by ear gonna see how it goes i've i don't have high hopes but i hope it's not gonna suck you know i hope this isn't gonna be just a pain in the ass i'm sure i will enjoy this Something to, because I miss Samson, and Lucy's cool too, but I miss Samson most of all. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Oh, something, I forgot how to talk about this. So I needed to change my oil this week, right? Which I've done before, and I've helped other people change their oil at my house, so shouldn't be a problem for me. And I text my dad, just because all I need to know is the kind of oil to get. So I pick up the oil and then go home. And while I'm talking to my dad, he's like, hey, I'm not home, by the way. And I'm like, dad, I know how to do it. And then we both you know, chuckle, because he showed me how. He knows I know how. So I get the oil, I go home, and then I start taking my shit apart. I get the pan down under there. And I start, uh, I, because the Mustang's stupid. So there's this little tray you gotta unscrew first. And so I took that down. And then I'm looking for the first, I know there's another thing to unscrew to let the oil out, right? And I start unscrewing this one thing. And it just loosens a bracket or something. So I screw it back in and stop fucking with it. And I didn't wanna call Dad for help. So I looked it up online. And, um,. I read until the part where it said to take out the oil filter. So I did that, right? I took out the oil filter that I had and I realized that I didn't buy another oil filter. So I called dad and asked him to buy one on his way home. No big deal, right? It was like 10 bucks. So uh, some oil comes out when I take out the oil filter. I'm like, okay, cool. And then dad comes home. I put the new filter in and I put the new oil in. And then I go in home, I, I go inside and do my thing, you know. And then dad asked me a question about the oil plug, which if you know about an oil change, you're probably asking the same question, you know. You know, did, you're missing a step. Didn't you loosen the oil plug and let the oil out? And so dad says something about the oil plug and I just feel my face get hot. I'm and I'm like, oil plug? <laughs> <laughs> what? where's the oil plug? <laughs> and he's like you're kidding and so now my car's just sitting in the driveway with like 12 quarts of oil in it and I gotta drain it all just all that fucking oil I just bought and all the old old oil cause there's no way to distinguish it or, or and it's all mixed, and there's no way to stop halfway or whatever. So I start draining that, and the oil pan, I look under, and it's filling up. And I'm like, okay. And I start talking to my dad, and I look back under my car. And now the oil pan's completely filled all of a sudden, and it's overflowing. And I yell at my dad, I'm like, hey, it's overflowing, and towels, over you know. And he throws me another oil pan, so I slide it under there. But by then, the driveway's already painted black. you know, the Rolling Stones would have been proud. Um, but yeah, it's the oil's getting all over, and I'm feeling bad because <laughs> I know this is gonna be a mess. and so I finally i u- had to use his oil, some oil that he had around to put in my car. So I could go to Walmart and buy more oil to replace that oil. And kitty litter to put on the driveway to clean up the oil mess that I've just created. All this from like what should have been a simple ass process. But the way I I, I had to think about it at the moment. And I still choose. I'm going to think about it this way. is I paid to learn the lesson right there. You know. I've never had any difficult difficulty doing it before because I always had dad there with me, but now i fucked it up and I won't fuck it up next time. I'll sure, surely try not to, you know. Need some water here. Oh, I forgot this part. Um, I still had my work. I came straight from work to change my oil, which was a long drive. It was from some part of McKinney, like an hour and 15 minutes. But I had my work pants on is the point. These baggy jeans. And when I raced off to Walmart to get the Liddy... The Liddy... The Liddy the litter. Oh yeah, the Liddy Kidder. The Kitty Litter and the oil. I got the biggest bags possible. Which were only four bucks at Walmart. So if you need a lot of litter, there you go. But they're tw- both 25 pound bags. So I'm carrying 50, pound, 50 pounds of Kitty Litter and oil in the other hand while my pants are falling down so somehow i make it to the self-checkout aisle without flashing anybody do my shit and then halfway to my car through the parking lot i have to just drop one of the bags so that i don't fucking moon everybody in the lot because i was finna show my underwear not my ass but my underwear and I'm not like, I hate dudes that just walk around sagging. So I was finna, to bu- I was rather bust this bag open in the parking lot than be a sagging motherfucker. Ugh, I hate those people, man. It's just so. Anyway. Yeah, I threw one of the, ba- I had to throw one of the bags down and pull my pants back up. And then I made it back to, I made it back home. It was all good we got that taken care of uh, then the next day I got tacos with my parents and that was pretty good we went to Mario Bros tacos which is right by my apartment it's really good if if you need a good street taco place because we were gonna get lunch and the place my mom suggested it had kinda fancy taco. it was like a gentrified taco place and the tacos were double the price there so I was like nah I got you So we went to Mario Bros. instead. And eating there with them made me think back to when I was four or three or something. Some young, dumb age, okay? That's the important part for this story. And we were at a place we always ate at when I was that age. We lived in the Grove. Was it Tino's? it's closed now, I haven't been there in forever, Reyes, it was Reyes, I haven't been there in forever, which is the sad part, but I was, e- we were eating, and the waitress came up and asked for our order or some whatever, and then she said, anything else, and, oh goodness, I just cringed thinking about this, and I want to apologize just to preface, but I was a kid, you know, fuck it, I said, yeah, can you play something other than Mexican music, I'm going to let that sit for a second. I don't know why this came to mind at, uh, while we were eating. But it did. And it's just funny to think of now. Because now I'll ask Julian to send me like Tejano music or Spanish music and I jam out to it. It's fucking awesome. And I think I don't know it was it was a really big throwback the tacos were good i got a campechano taco which is i think it was trompo and barbacoa maybe i'm wrong and uh chorizo quesadilla and man that quesadilla is so good the chorizo is so good I mean, some places have really salty and bad chorizo, but I feel like when you get it from a like an authentic-ish place, it's fucking bomb. And I reheated it the next day for lunch, and it was kind of half hot, half cold, but the cheese was melted, and oh, so good. And that was one of the highlights of my week, to be honest. And... I actually, on the same day I ate that for lunch, I went out to my next job and cracked my phone. I mean, my phone was already cracked, but I dropped it and picked up the screen and there were faded lines on the left, all down the left side. So, you know, it, I had to take it and get it fixed, which sucked because I had to find my way home without a GPS, which I don't normally do. Luckily, I thought about it before I just pulled, pulled out because... Um, the dude I was working with said it was cool for me to leave. We were almost done anyway, and everything we do is on the phone, so I literally couldn't have done anything, but before I skirted off, I was like, oh, let me get directions from him and write it down, so I kind of hurry up the ladder, which, he's on the roof, I I guess I should have said that earlier, whatever, he's on the roof and the ladder's there, so I kind of hurry up the ladder to, like, get his attention. And I didn't notice because I was in a hurry, but the ladder's a lot steeper than it normally is. And so I get on the roof, and I start walking up the roof, and I start skidding and sliding. And I didn't notice because I was in a hurry, but the roof is a lot steeper than they normally are. And so now I'm stuck with all these emotions and feelings of, I just fucked up my phone, which I'm not that upset about, but now I gotta navigate home, which is gonna be anxious. I'm going to be filled with anxiety because, like I said earlier, if I don't know where I'm going, I I just can't stand that. And three, now I'm sliding down a roof, and there wasn't grass below me. There was concrete. It was the driveway. Now Garrett, oh, well, I just said his name. His name's Garen. He's pretty cool. I probably already said his name earlier. Now Garen's coming over like, dude, you okay? You know, because I'm sliding. I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit here. And so I asked him for directions, and I had a pen and paper, and I wrote it down. And I slowly slid my ass back down to the ladder and climbed down. And I made it home. The drive felt way longer than it was, I'm sure, because I was trying to navigate without a GPS, but... Yeah. Thursday... I tried to find a comedy club, and now I say tried to find because I looked up everything online, right, and it was free free show with reservations, so I got a ticket, and I asked Aiden if he wanted to go, and he was like, hell yeah, so I got his ticket too, and then Thursday, we went to where it was at, and admittedly, we were running late. We weren't late yet, we were running late, and we got to where it was And we walked around for like 15 or 20 minutes. Could not find that motherfucker. And it was a place I had been before. There were a lot of... It was like, there's an Urban Outfitters there. There's like a grilled cheese shit. Some coffee place. There's a lot of stuff. So there's like signs with all the stuff on it. I I don't want to say strip mall, but similar to a strip mall. And... The comedy club was only on one of the signs and the, it was a map, so we went to where it was and it wasn't there, went anywhere around there, and so we just ended up going home. I wasn't that upset about it, you know? I didn't put that much stake into it. It's not like I was going to go see Tom Segura or Dave Chappelle or something like that, but it's something I've wanted to do for a while. I've always kind of wanted to go to a comedy club. And if it's a cool vibe there, maybe one day do stand-up for an open mic night or something and, you know, become rich and famous off that shit. That'd be nice. So now I guess I'm going to look for another one for next time. Because that's still something I want to do. This week on... Um, this week for Sean's YouTube recommendations... I've been watching this dude I've seen around for a while. Um, I just never checked him out. He is called Moist Critical. But on YouTube, his channel name is Penguins Zero. His name is Charlie, since I'm already telling you everything else. He's just a really down-to-earth dude. That's that's what I like most about him. He's really just open book, uh, no bullshit, and he's pretty funny. He's a lot of, it's not dry humor, but it's dry delivery, and I don't know. I just really like his energy. I watched, he has a whole stories playlist, which a lot of YouTubers I end up following do, and I watched every video in that playlist. It's like 80 videos long, but over the weekend, I just said, fuck it, you know, didn't have anything to do. Why am I saying over the weekend like it's not Saturday right now? <laughs> that means I was doing that Friday night. Yeah, well, Friday night's the weekend. Yeah, Friday night and all day today, pretty much. Um, and he makes a lot, of, a lot of other cool videos, too. He makes this video series called Moist Meter. Pretty sure that's what it's called, where he talks about movies and shows and reviews them and what he likes about them. And he has Liquid Ladder where he rates all kinds of different stuff in, like, a tier list format. A lot of good shit to check out if you just need stuff to kill time, which is all YouTube is for. Um, Penguin Zero, I recommend it. And here I have this note at the very end of my page. Compare podcasts to golf. On a different course every time... Same club. See, this is one of the downfalls of recording later. I don't know where I was going with this. Maybe the fact that, like... Okay, you get better over time with golf. Which, I guess I have been with podcasting. Or you guys can be the judge. I feel like I've been getting better. Um... A different course every time talking about different shit every episode maybe same club that's me and and the mic and stuff okay that makes sense i don't know why i was gonna bring that up though i don't want pity or anything maybe huh all right i feel like i've been talking for a minute let's see 57 hey we about to hit an hour in this mug have i done that before Let me look back, let me look back. Anchor, dashboard, episodes. We haven't hit an hour yet, but we're this close, so we're damn sure about to. Without any album reviews either? Hell yeah. Let's look at where our listeners are in the U.S. So first of all, 96% are in the U.S., with less than 1% in the U.K., Germany, Brazil, and Montenegro. I feel like I said this in episode ten or eleven, uh, but ninety six percent are in the U S. with fifty five percent in Texas, eleven percent in Virginia, eleven percent in Massachusetts. I'm fu- I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. They're never gonna listen again. I'm so sorry. I should I should have a better Boston accent. I'd be listening to Bill Burr all the time. That that's a bad excuse too. in Washington, 5% in Ohio, 2% in in Illinois, aw, damn, I wonder if I know any of those motherfuckers, I used to be up there for college, I don't know if I've talked about that on here yet, I don't know if I'm gonna talk about, no, I will eventually, hmm, not right now, definitely not right now, 2% in North Carolina, I think I have family up there still, 1% in Colorado, 1% in New Jersey, 1% in Cali, and 1% in Arizona. Hell yeah! I'm not gonna go through. St- Ooh, the female to male ratio is evening out. I guess y'all stop listening. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, nah, uh, it's fifty-seven percent to thirty or forty-three percent now. I don't really care. No, I kind of do. It's kind of interesting. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this. I don't know. We'll see if he listens. Long time, homie. Um, Skyler started listening to the podcast, which was cool. He, he said, hey, bro, fuck with the podcast. And I said, thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. And then he said, you hear that lightning or uh, thunder? I'm sorry. Let me get a drink of water. My mouth is dry. But he said, yeah, man, it feels like we're catching up. I think it's a good thing. And so I said, or you could just fucking talk to me. The fuck? That shit kind of threw me for a loop. I'm not even gonna... I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. That shit kind of threw me for a loop. Why would you say that? I mean, man, I don't want to go off on a rant. Because it's not, it's not like that. But... I just... When you try to make time for somebody and... I mean, obviously... You know, if they're if someone's busy, that that's whatever, but I don't know. That just kind of set me off, some, made me feel some type of way. And then I tried to play it off, and I said, but you don't have a podcast for me to listen to, so it's not fair. And low-key, I think he's going to try to start a podcast now, because he asked me something about it Thursday. And now he's going to listen to this and feel some type of way about it. But, Skylar, you do you, bro. I love you, fam, and I always will. And if you want to do a podcast, and if you find joy and fulfillment in that, like I do, and, well, I'm going to admit, I felt some type of way the first time I you said something, but now that I've just put it out in words like that, if you get what I get out of it, then for sure, man, you go for that. And anybody else listening, you fucking go for it. I mean, I can't even describe it. The feeling I get is satisfaction, a, a little bit, a small bit of satisfaction. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like I feel like I'm the shit and walk around like I'm big shot because I've got my own podcast. It's not like that at all. I mean, I realize how small this is in the grand scope of everything, but it feels cool to do something for myself for once, and I don't rely on anybody for this. I mean, I put it out and produce it. I rely on you guys to listen, but, you know, that's just more on me putting out something good that you want to tune into and listen to, and to everybody that listens, I appreciate your support, and don't think for a second I take it for granted, but I do get a, I I get satisfaction out of this, it feels like I'm putting something out every week, and even if I feel like it was a shitty week, you know, I got something to look forward to, So, Skylar, if you're going to get that out of this, and you're going to put your all into it, for sure. Or if you just want to try it as, like, a hobby or something. Who the fuck am I to tell you whatever? You know? But I'm not going to sit here and teach you how to do it. Because I learned how to do it by myself. So you can, too. And I love you, so I know you can do that. And I know you, so I know you can do that. But after all that shit, we plan to hang out. And so we're finna hang out Thursday. Even though I went thrifting today, we're going to go thrifting again Thursday to the same places. Maybe I'll find shit this time. We'll see. But yeah, that's how I managed to fill up an hour and two minutes, an hour and three minutes without any album reviews. That's pretty insane. And I call this a music podcast. Well, this has been the week in review. I hope you had a good time listening. I hope you had a good week. I hope you had a good week. I just noticed something's messed up about one of my plaques. That sucks. I'm going to try to forget about that now. <laughs> um, yeah, take it easy. And don't take things for granted. Because life will just pull the rug out from under you. But that's okay. And that's part of it. And that's why you have parents and people to talk to to get you through it. And, you know, as easy as it might be to push the problem aside or try to distract yourself... The sooner you get it squared away and settled. or Yeah, I'm talking about my experience. I I shouldn't assume everybody's the same way. But for me, the sooner it's settled and squared away and I don't have to put any more thought into it, the easier it is for me to relax. So yeah, take care of your shit and um, don't get too comfortable. Have a great week and I'll catch you next Saturday. Peace.